Have you ever talked to someone who claims that people in the womb are babies, but not human children? We have, and it was a little confusing. Come debrief with us. Hey y'all, I'm Lexi and I'm your host. I'm Ethan and I am still the new guy here. Hey, it's Seth. I'm still not new and I'm still here, but I'm sorry if I was laughing at intro, Lexi. This one is just going to be really interesting to me. I, this question you asked was kind of crazy. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. We yeah. all know that Seth loves to laugh at me and just make fun of me all day long. That's his actu- That's actually his favorite hobby today. You're okay. confusing with Seth someone is else so in the office. Kind. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Seth does not do that. So yes, this is going to be a very interesting conversation that we're going to listen to. You'll be hearing a GoPro conversation between Grace, who's one of our staff members, and then also a high school student. I just said high school really weird, so I'm going to correct myself, and I don't actually say it like that. I thought it was like your southern accent coming through high school. school. Sometimes I do accidentally say that, but that's not what I mean. (laughs) I don't want to get roasted in our uh on our instagram or something anyways so this is a conversation this guy to give you a little bit of context he was very apathetic probably one of the most apathetic people i've ever listened to it was really sad and he just admits in one part of the conversation that they're babies and then goes on to say no they're not human they're not children and so actually let's just play the conversation right now so is it ever okay to dismember an innocent human? Humans kill humans every day. Don't is it right though? I know it happens, it's but like right it shouldn't. It happens, so whatever. I don't get the point of this because are you trying to stop it or are you trying to say it's wrong? We're if trying you to, to s- say it's wrong. It's morally wrong. Yes, you shouldn't kill babies. Right. We want it to be illegal because this is a form of discrimination, right? Like logically, it's right. So if something's a moral wrong, shouldn't it be illegal? If you don't have the financial. You know, if you don't have the money to take care of a baby, take care of the earth before it even becomes a uh, human child. It's a human from fertilization, though, well, right? Because it's. Not Okay, so for anybody who missed that. Yeah, because um, that was my first time. I kind of missed some parts. Can you. Yeah, so basically at the beginning he was saying, well, yes, it's uh, abortion is morally wrong. It's killing a baby. But then he was like, well if you're financially you can't support a baby then it's better to kill them before they become a human being and then grace responds with saying no they're a human being at fertilization he said no they're not they're not they're not a human child they're not they're not children and so he was just giving the case of like needing financial people who are not financially ready to have a baby can have an abortion and that wouldn't be wrong even though literally a few seconds prior to that he was claiming that they're babies and that abortion was morally wrong so if you're confused by this conversation so am i i want to ask you ethan what do you say to the initial statement he made when she asked what do you think about abortion i don't under he was like i don't understand why we're even talking about this people kill people every day what do you say to that yeah i mean i don't really understand what he's trying to get at. like are you just saying because people's kill people every day it's like okay to have an abortion because it's just one more person you're killing i mean because that seems kind of cold and weird to say like just because lots of people are being killed doesn't make killing okay like just because you do more of a bad thing doesn't make that bad thing any better if i go out and steal from a store it's not any worse or it's no you're right i mean yeah the number of incidences doesn't change the right it's wrong doesn't change the right or wrong of that yeah, and so I, I think I would just respond with that. Like, no matter how many people are being killed, that doesn't change the morality of whether murder is okay or not. Sure. And so what do you say to that, Seth? 
I, again, this guy's just super apathetic, I think, at the beginning, especially. Yeah. What do you do when they're so apathetic? They're like, okay, people die every single day. Why are you doing this? Yes, it's morally wrong. He even asked the question, well, why are you out here? Are you out here wanting to stop abortion? Or are you just out here claiming that it's wrong? Okay, so I don't... I mean, he seemed to be confused. Like, are we st- trying to stop or promote it, right? They didn't even ask that question, I think. Yeah. I thought I heard that in the audio clip. So, no, no, no. Okay. So, what he was saying was he was saying, is it, I know. And, y'all, the, the GoPro footage sometimes is super hard to hear. So, I'm sorry for that. But he's either, he was asking, are we out there because we're trying to stop abortions from happening? Or are we out there just trying to, like, convince people that abortion is wrong? Like, because in his mind, those are two different things. Like, yeah, Mm. you can, everybody can agree that abortion is wrong, but people are still going to do it. So you can't really stop people from doing that. We hear that all the time. People say, well, yeah, you can be out here. People, you can make abortion illegal, but people are still going to have abortions. So that's kind of his thing. It's a false dichotomy, right? He's just confusing, right? Suggesting these are our two options here when it can be, not only is there a third option, but there's a both and, right? We're trying to do both of them. So I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of, I, I think that when your initial question to me then before I got confused, right, was about <laughs> what do you do with this kind of apathy? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think we have to understand what our mission, our goal objective is as apologists, defenders, whatever you want to call us, right? We cannot convince every single person abor- a person abortion is wrong. And it's even more challenging to think of convincing everyone they should care about it. Mm-hmm. There's very little we can do to inspire any kind of compassion in people. If seeing the dead bodies themselves does not awaken their concern, there's little I can do beyond that. And certainly there's some things we can strategy, like try to make it personal to them. And all those things are helpful by saying, like, what if you knew this girl who was pregnant with her baby? Would you want to help her? Like trying to inspire compassion. But at the end of the day, it's still on him, whether he cares or not, for these people who are dying. Yeah, and I I think that's good. I think that's right. And Grace is probably taken back a little bit whenever she was talking to him. And then he kind of shifts the conversation off of, yes, their baby's abortion is wrong. And then straight on to, well, abortion is right in the case of being financially unstable. So what do you do at that point now that he was saying, admitting to you that the people in the womb are babies, but now he's claiming within 10 seconds that they're not. What do you do? I mean, you could just point that out to him. I don't know. With, with someone who's doing sure, that, yeah. he's like, oh, they're babies. And then 10 seconds later, well, no, they're not actually humans. Do you know what the word baby means? Yeah, like, that's good. I, should we just redefine that word for you real quick? Like a baby is a human in a very small stage of development. Like, And, and so I, I, I don't know why he does that. Because then it's hard to like, does he actually think they are babies? Or does he actually think they're not human? So I think you really have to clarify with the person like, what do you actually believe about the status of the unborn? Because it seems like you believe that they're human in this instance. Mm-hmm. But then in this instance, it seems that you're justifying abortion by saying that they're not human. So which is it? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, this all comes down to definitions, right? The debate always is about that. What is abortion? Uh, what does it mean for something to be morally wrong? Because clearly he kind of admits at some point, I got this from the audio, I think correctly, that he thought it was morally wrong, right? Yes. He did admit that, right? But I don't think he would really say it's wrong in the same way that killing toddlers is wrong or abusing children other ways that is wrong right so we have to define what wrongness is what what that means uh what is the baby in the womb there's just a lot of confusion going on here i think he's kind of just he's playing in the vagueness the abstractness kind of saying yeah it's a human baby but not really a baby in the same way that we're people Mm -hmm. or whatever so what we need to do with the people like him is ask him what Ethan was suggesting is, can you define for us, explain what do you mean when you say yeah. a human baby or, or a human person, but not a baby? What does he mean by this? We need him to define those terms for us. That's really good. I think 
just simplifying the conversation. You don't have to give all of the best arguments or something because you're not even really at this point trying to argue. We're just trying to get to the bottom of what that other person actually believes. And I think a lot of people use the term baby and then will correct themselves later on. I didn't mean to actually say that. Like I hear that all the time. This guy may not even have realized that he just a few seconds prior said the word baby, especially if he was like looking at a, a photo of a child who was aborted. It's easy for you to just call that person a baby because what they look like a baby and so he may have even just said that offhand without even really thinking about it and then i was like oh nope now that i'm getting questioned as to why i'm for abortion in this circumstance i'm not going to say it's a baby it's not even human yet and so that's just super interesting stopping pausing the conversation let's define our terms so then we can move forward we can both be clear as to what we're saying but that's so hard to do right so when you're on the street so like this was a high school outreach right so grace was outside of high school we had our signs there talking to students walking by it's so hard in conversation mode to stop pause the conversation and say, we're, we're stuck here, right? We're stuck here because we're, we're using maybe the same words but different meanings. Can we pause and define these terms? This is where we get to the whole art of conversation, right? It's not just how do you plug in the right apologetic answer to give someone to convince them. You have to know how when to pause the conversation kind of reboot and say, let's define our terms and start over. That takes a lot of experience to know that this conversation is, you're hitting your head against a wall because you have you are not using the same meanings, right? But we have to know how to do that and identifying that is important. So Lexi, when have you, have you found this successful to ever like say, can we just pause and like redefine things here? Because I think we're not using the same meanings with our terms. Have you ever done that? Oh, for sure. I've done that so many countless times because especially when you're just talking to so many people every single day, everybody kind of has their own flavor of each word i don't even know how to describe it but each like people haven't really especially when you're talking to people who are for abortion they don't all agree with each other especially on if they're going to admit that they're human that babies in the womb are human if they're going to admit their babies or or what what they actually mean by that if they're going to admit that they are persons and so over and over and over i ask what do you mean by that and i think especially for you, Ethan, as you're starting out, you did the summer internship with us and now are in the gap year internship. The more road trips you go on, the more conversations you'll have, the less you'll do of talking and the more you'll do of questioning. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And so have you even seen that contrast between the beginning of the summer to the end of the summer, the more questions you added into your conversations? Yeah, I definitely have. Um, A big thing for me is just like Seth said, with the art of a conversation, a conversation is not a mathematical equation that you just plug in certain values and you get certain things out of it. Mm -hmm. There's really a flow to it. And a lot of the time it really is just shut up and listen to the other person and Mm -hmm. ask questions. Stop talking because you want people to tell you what they think. Because if you don't know what someone else means... When they're talking to you, like Seth said, you're just going to be talking to a brick wall. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get anywhere with somebody. You you need to understand what do they mean when they say this particular word. And so over the summer, I've tried really hard to ask more questions and to better understand the the person I'm talking to, what they're talking about. And I think that this guy has a, we know he has like a heart problem, but I think he was very, really, really uh, heavy hearted. I don't know if he went through some sort of trauma or, or hardship in his life. I'm sure yeah. like everybody does to a degree, but he just had such a pessimistic view 
on life and on other people and that people are just going to keep killing and there's nothing we can do to stop it that I wonder if that really plays into it and that goes deep into the types of conversations we're Mm -hmm. having we can't just look at him and say okay yeah we just need to say give these three arguments and he'll be fine no I think there's a deeper problem here especially with how apathetic he was at the beginning he just it seems like there was so much evil in his life or so much evil he's seen that it's like too much to really even cope with with even saying that something can stop like some evil can actually be cut out right it reminds me of remember season one episode with isaac we learned the phrase gen z on we right yes like that was a term of like just this depression that a lot of gen z people have because they've they've grown up in a time of mental health crises and other things going on that have been really challenging to them and this guy really kind of fits that bill you're right lexi there's he has this kind of gen z on we this problem of you just like looking around super pessimistic cynical depressed so what happens he meets us on the street with these dead baby signs that can either be oh life is even worse than hit that right there's even more bad yeah. things happening but we also have the flip side hopeful message we're sharing with him as well definitely and so let's get into that we question what do you mean by that what do you, what do you mean by baby when you use that term why did you use that term and then why are you saying that life doesn't begin at fertilization can you give any evidence for that and then getting to the deeper heart of why why do you think that evil will win basically why do you think we mm-hmm. can't do something to restrict this from happening in some sort of capacity what do you do in that instance Ethan, Ethan's his name <laughs> that was like, i'm was, so new she doesn't remember my name <laughs> it was almost like a little track <laughs> sorry Ethan. um ethan what do you do in that circumstance when you're now trying to give him some hope i kind of just want to be like i know it's so bad like we're even the ones yeah. saying this is terrible. Like the world is really evil, but we actually are the ones who have hope. What is that hope? I mean, that's the gospel. I'm ultimately when you're sharing with somebody who does seem to be just resigned to the fact that there's so much evil in the world and there just doesn't seem to be any light in the darkness. You want to redirect people to the cross and show them that there is light in the darkness. The darkness is being pushed back and one day it will be eradicated completely. And that's Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so I really think in that conversation, just pointing someone to the cross of saying, this is the, there is good news. This is the good news in the darkness. And I, I think that's important in all of our conversations, but especially in those conversations where people just seem so resigned to the fact that evil is dominating. And how does the gospel tie into the, um, also even his idea of a just abortion, I would say, when there is a financial crisis? How do you kind of connect that? Because I think there's hope for that couple who are struggling financially, and right. I think that their hope is still in God. So what do you say to that, Seth? Somebody who is facing financial crisis or this guy who's claiming that like um, abortion is justified in that circumstance, how do you say, well, yes, that may be true, but abortion is still not your answer? Well, it reminds me a little bit about, so much So much of what we do is deprogramming, right? So there's been a lot of programming, every, this guy has experienced people saying the baby's not a human, not a person, whatever that may be, and abortion's fine, it's permissible. He has been hit with that programming for a long time. And the same is true when it comes to theology. There's a lot of confusion about like what is theologically correct, and so you have this idea that like the Christian life, if you have a Christian worldview, it's going to be a great, wonderful life free of suffering. There's nothing like that in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. So this idea that your life is going to be free of suffering is theologically inaccurate. That's a broader conversation, but bringing to bear here, it matters because if you do believe in the gospel that Ethan just gave to you, it does not mean your financial crises go away, right? But it does mean that you have hope in the midst of that crisis. So if he believes in the Lord, if he follows Jesus, he's going to 
one day things wrongs are made right the 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 end the next age will be better but also it does not mean that this life will be free of problems but it does mean that if in the midst of your financial crisis god will lead you through it so the hope for that couple struggling financially is that in the midst of that suffering god has not forgotten them and even better news not better news but more good news i should say is that in the midst of that suffering god is with them and the pro-life movement we are here ready to help you right so if you're uh, struggling with financial crisis right now unplanned pregnancy God is ultimately with you, but also you can connect with us. We will help you as much as possible in the midst of your challenge. So I would say the hope is, first of all, believe in Jesus. That's the end. That's the biggest thing. But also, good news in addition to that is God will help you, and he's put his church here to help you through those situations, and that includes us. That's exactly right, and I think that kind of to tie this all in together, he started out the conversation very apathetic. Well, what can we do to help him see that? the the end isn't just all death that there is actually life in jesus so there's that and then he claims that the people in the womb are babies but they're not human children once he started trying to justify abortion well when he can recognize that there's not really justification for abortion i think he'd be much more quick to admit that yes they are babies yes they are human and yes they are children um he wouldn't have such a hard time coming to that conclusion and so we can know that okay well yes it's great to ask for clarification as to what you mean by the terms you're using and then also seek to get to his heart as well um, especially when somebody is so depressed seeming and he's not really trying to be in, in intellectual in his arguments he's really just kind of speaking from his own like emotions and heart so really reach his heart by sharing the truth with him in love and in compassion and i think that would be better off but with that being said seth or ethan is there anything that y'all would like to add to this conversation I think just emphasizing once again, when you're having a conversation with somebody, ask questions. Don't give a monologue. You're dealing with human beings. They've been indoctrinated. They have certain presuppositions. Mm -hmm. They bring to conversations. They bring experiences. They have an entire worldview of how they view the world. And like Seth said, you can't just plug in one apologetic answer and it'll flip the switch and their mind is going to change. You really have to understand where somebody is coming from and address them as an individual not as just a robot or a cookie cutter person or something like that. That's good. Yeah, I would only add to that that this just is more evidence that you need to just be out there doing this, right? Because yeah. only with practice having these kinds of conversations can it become second nature to know when to pause a conversation, when to push into the heart issues you're talking about, Lex. You've got to really be able to discern that person well and what you think might be their background issues. So you just have to get out there and start doing this in practice and then debrief with us to learn how to better do it next time. That's awesome. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening in to this conversation. I ask you, please go follow us on Instagram. We're going to have stuff up every single day-ish on there. That's at Debrief With Us. And go leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Let us know what questions you like to ask people who support abortion to draw out their opinion on abortion. We are created equal. And this has been The Debrief.